today on the program. You ever see stray dogs in the Ukraine? They go for days without food. People spit on them. It's Creed 2. So we were jamming, sorry, we were jamming out to number one podcast theme song of all time. Yes. I mean, it's, it's pretty it, good. It's official. It's official. They did, they did the podcast theme song awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember I submitted the, the file to it. Uh, I kept submitting it in the wrong format. So I had to keep doing oh, that. God, yeah. And I was worried it was going to weigh against us, but no, we fucking won. We fucking won. Yeah. Best podcast theme ever. It's mm-hmm. official. The the award ceremony was held in the uh, third the, the third conference room of a Hyatt Regional. Uh, yes, uh, in downtown. <laughs> yeah, beautiful downtown Minneapolis. Minneapolis, yeah. Minneapolis, <laughs> Minneapolis, <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> Minneapolis. There you go. Uh, yeah, it's hard, and, and you know there are only two things to do in Minneapolis, and that's go to podcast theme song conventions and get wasted as fuck. So it's. Which you can do both. At the same time. At, yeah. That's why we have a hard time saying Minneapolis. Yeah. That's how they... That's, well, that's literally how they were saying how that's to pronounce how they it. Say it. That's how the locals say it. That's what... We're just being local to Minneapolis. And when yeah. we're there, <laughs> you got to talk right. He's just right. Or get talk raped. correct. Don't talk correct or get raped. <laughs> oh, hey! So, welcome to the Rewatch Party. I am your host, Nick. Yeah. Joining me, as always, are the city workers to my burnt-out light bulb, Los and Brandon. Oh, dramatic. My son will break your boy. Been a long day. Time to go home. I think we're done here. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of the episode. (laughs) Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Today we are talking about Creed 2. 2. 2. From 2018, directed by Stephen Capel Jr. Uh, first feature film for him. Oh, nice. He did like some episode, but this is this is his first movie. Uh, it's written by uh, by a fellow named Chio Hodari Coker. Yeah, but most importantly, me. Yeah, most, well, but most importantly, <laughs> his name's Coker. Yeah, well, you better be bringing some of that to set, buddy. You know we got saying? some long hours. A lot, a lot of work to write. Uh, uh, but no, uh, Chio here, he worked on the Luke Cage show, that uh, Netflix thing about sure, Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We all know about Luke Cage. Uh, not Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat, Luke Cage from Marvel. Right. Uh, he also worked on the show Southland. He worked on Ray Donovan. No. Ray Donovan with uh, Leave Schreiber. No, no, no. You know, but he also was on the Notorious movie. You know, Notorious about Notor- the Notorious Big. Remember uh, that movie they made about Notorious Big? No, no, I didn't. Well, then you don't know anything that this guy has written other than this. Now, uh, uh, Sasha Penn. Okay. Sasha Penn helped write. Also produced, but he had he done a lot of producing. Hasn't written much, and so now he started writing on this movie. Post this movie, he's been writing a remake of a Stallone classic cliffhanger 
Tell Ooh. me you guys have seen Cliffhanger. Not seen Cliffhanger. In the no! rewatch? In the rewatch? Obviously not. We're past it already. No, Cliffhanger's in the C's, right? We're at CR. Cliffhanger CL. Oh, I thought we were still in the B's. What ah. the fuck? That's just where I am right now. <laughs> All I'm, right. I'm, I'm still B-minded. You're still B-minus. That's what I'm saying. Uh, cliffhanger should it'll, it'll be it will be by the time we get to rewatch rewind it'll be in there. I can't even think of like one other Stallone movie that I've seen that it, by the way is one that you didn't even see before and it's not like he's like a main star. Oh in yeah, it. yeah, yeah. The uh, shade, shade. Yeah, the 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 game, the poker. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, and it was it it definitely was, and I had never even heard of like it wasn't that I didn't own it or I just did never get around to seeing it like I had never even fucking heard of it I didn't even know it existed yeah and like Lose that, was like yeah I own it on DVD you should watch this it's like that 1992 <laughs> film that I uh, space movie just don't google 1992 space movie uh, is that that screenshot that I sent you of the movie oh we don't want to say yeah, the name but yeah 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 just don't google don't. 1992 space movie <laughs> oh don't Ooh, I you said that and I was like, I know he's joking, but I, I said, wanted, oh, I got you a new, uh, new I, movie. Yeah, I, and I wanted to send like a comedic, some kind of fun response back. I guess you know. So I, my response was just, oh, I, uh, I, 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 I did you find I, it, Brandon? I just, uh, what? Yeah, you talking that one? Yeah, that one. Yes, that <laughs> one. If you have to ask, do you mean did, that one? Yes. Yeah. Did, did you Google it? No, I just pulled up the screenshot. The screenshot, uh, yeah, that you'd sent. What is the what? What does the Google say on there? Does it say like the the question I asked? Because uh, that's that's actually what I was looking up, and no, it's uh, cut off I think before you that. Just missed that. I think it's just yeah. you have to say 1992 space movie 1992. or uh, yeah, we'll do it right. or don't. Yeah, or don't. Like I know that now everybody listening is gonna be curious. But, like, what are, but what are they talking about? Don't. But you had mentioned don't. how you would want to watch that. I did say, like, I mean, and I'm kind of curious, curious to see what the fuck that's about. We should watch that movie. How did they get away with a title like that? What the fuck even is that? Yep. You search 1992 space movie. And that, and, and that, you'll find that. what we're talking about, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Do it. All right. There and you let's, go. If you guys can get us a copy, uh, we can watch that. But it'll be very hard to yeah. give it, say its name on, on the air. GN from yeah. space? GN from space. Ah, it's still knowing what it means. People, they still don't know. <laughs> I'm not stepping on that grenade. No. Hell, fuck. I don't, I don't want. If you love us, don't send it to us. Yeah. Or if you hate anyway. us. Anyway. Slide in our DMs and we'll send you a link or something. <laughs> but, or you, you could just or you Google can, you can find it. 1992 space movie. Gold from space. And what comes and up. And there it is. Uh, so this opens the same way with the eye of the lion, is the as we talked about last week. Fat. That's yeah. right. Opening up the title of our movie. That's right. Yeah. So MGM. Uh-huh. So now we open up on these boxing statues, you know, like it's, a, it's, it's pretty desolate. It's very gray. Everything's gray and drab, mm-hmm. nasty looking. And, uh, you know, these statues sitting up on random shelves in the shitty apartment that looks like they're just kind of sleeping in an abandoned apartment like it looks abandoned and they're they're crashing there right what's well, ukraine man that's the ukraine man everything everything sucks like makes that. me think of uh do you ever remember the Chappelle show and they're talking about the player haters ball <laughs> and he's like what can i say about book nasty soup that hasn't been said about afghanistan <laughs> it looks bombed out and depleted 
<laughs> and that makes me think of the opening scene of this. It looks bombed out and depleted. Uh, so, but as we're going past, you get the Rocky or the Rock. God damn it. We're talking about Rocky movies. I can't not say it. Boxing statues and like newspaper clippings taped to the wall with pictures of Ivan. So you're like, oh, we're we're in Drago land right now. We Drago get it. We we're land. in Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago land. I will break you. And so welcome to the show, Dolph Lundgren. His first appearance on the rewatch party. He will be back. Hey, we talked multiple, about him a lot. I'm glad to have my friend multiple, back. Multiple, multiple, multiple times. Hey, yeah. Dolph, you've moved my heart, Dolph. Yeah, yeah. Dolph, Dolph always gave me multiples, whether it's orgasms or defibrillators. I was glad me to be here. <laughs> so, uh, Dolph, Dolph became famous. He became known for his role as Ivan Drago in Rocky Four, which was 1985, and that was his. 4A, that was his first movie. That was it. That's what... And then he became a security guard. He started doing all these other movies. He, he played He-Man in the Masters of the Universe movie. Really? Okay. He was the first time they ever made a Punisher movie. Dolph was Punisher. He was our Frank Castle in the Punisher. Really? Oh, wow. And uh, then at least three and a half thousand direct-to-video, low-budget action films of his own. I mean, so... Hustle. So... So many movies that nobody will ever see in his film already. So he's walking past his own shit, all the statues and his clippings, whatever. And we, like we just see him from behind. We haven't seen his face yet. It's just like a shoulder and the side of a fake kind of silhouette thing. And he walks by and he hits the sun on the shoulder, wakes him up a bit. I'm trying to hit something to make noise, but it's... I don't know if the mic's picking that up, but... Hits the sun, kind of wakes up. Like right, in the, like right in the chest. And so and his son is sleeping on the couch! This you're trying to be this, you you want this to be world champion fighter. He can't be sleeping on a couch, man. He's gonna wake up. This I'm gonna be so tight he can't even move. I know he's young, but still, man, you can't be doing that shit. So the son is Victor Drago. He's played by Florian. I don't even know how to say it. Montenu. Montenu. Yeah, Montenu. That's what Montenu. Uh, who now has an acting career because of this movie, but nothing to speak of before this. So he has like three or four projects that are in the works and about to come out now. But he uh, he was just a boxer and a fitness model before he got this role. So his whole his whole life was boxing and being in shape. Uh, he does have a bachelor's in arts. Not not liberal arts or anything. Just yeah, I got a bachelor's in arts, like fine art. Just arts is what it said. Bachelor's in arts, but he also did study sports medicine. So that would explain how he knows how to be in fucking impossible human shape that he is in for this. Uh, he is not. He he's more than just a pretty walking pile of abs. Is the note I have here instead of a pretty face? Because this dude. You always talk, you hear about six-pack. This guy has a fucking eight-pack. His abs started his nipples and go down to his dick. Like, he has abs. But, but really... It what, looks like a xylophone. It's okay. insane. I, I think of, like, abs. Having abs is like having a pickup truck, you know? You know, it's, it's cool and sweet, and you're big and buff. You know, it can haul things. And you got people wanting to hit you up all the time for moving. You're like, I don't want to fucking help you move all the goddamn... It's a, it's a burden. Mm -hmm. You know, and then him having his. Like, that dude's got abs. He's got to be strong. 
Yeah. But here's another thing, because I recently, I don't know how I'm bringing this up, but I watched Pumping Iron. I'm gumming. I'm gumming. I'm gumming. But they get up to pose, and they, I mean, they they have flat stomachs, obviously, going into their Speedos, but it's just a flat stomach. And then they, they, or whatever, and then the abs pop out. So you don't just have the abs standing out. You have to, like, flex your stomach and push them out. That's not ever a natural look <laughs> that that happens for people. So that means like and when you see them in the in the midst of fight choreography, they're not just having abs. It's always like they're they're posing. They're so they're like flexing the muscles and expanding them to stick out through. And so like the only way you can get abs, they always say abs are made in the kitchen. You got to eat a certain way. You got to be low body fat. Like you can do nothing but run. You cannot ever work. You not even do a sit up at all. Period. As long as your body fat percentage gets low enough, I mean abs are in there. It's just a matter of building them up to pop through your your BMI. What does all that? Have? What does that all that get you though? That just means it gets you more all life. That, all that means is that you have worked that hard you have that stamina you have that dedication you like you have the right diet you have the right workout you are that's that's legit in shape that dude he doesn't eat a lot of fucking junk food he's not gonna tucker out in 30 seconds like i do if i'm trying to walk to my car like he's you know it's it's a it's a show of you can tell the, a man, the work I put in. You can tell a lot about a man by yeah. the shape of his abs. Yeah, <laughs> whether he has them or not. Because if he has them, he works hard. If he doesn't, well, he likes his couch and pizza. <laughs> and he's a good. He's a no good, no good player. Probably a great drinking buddy. So, so I uh, got a note here. Even even go, I went to see this in theaters, of course, because anything Rocky related I can see in theaters. I I want that experience. So I went to see this, and when he walked through and hit his son, like I knew who we were trailing. I knew it. I knew this is Dolph Lundgren. I knew Ivan Drago. I knew you this. didn't know uh, knew, anything about this movie coming in. You just oh knew yeah, it was a no, I absolutely knew. I knew the plot. I knew it. It's about the Drago Creed thing. I right. knew exactly. And and we're we're always behind him as he walks past the statues in the clip and he hits his son on the couch and wakes him up. But still, even knowing, I know this is Dolph Lundgren. I know it. I know he's in this movie. I know this is what we're doing. I know this is what we're building up. But still, when he wakes his son up and then walks out the front door and stands out on the little fucking walkway outside of the apartment and the camera finally comes around and shows his face, I was still just like, oh, no! <laughs> like just to see fucking Drago. I, I didn't get to see Rocky four in the theater because I was three years old. So I don't, but just the, just, uh, I was, it was so much for me. It was awesome. I, I knew it. I knew it, but it wasn't until we saw the face and expendables had come out before this, which had Dolph Lundgren and Ra- and Stallone together. So I'd already been seeing him in the theater Interacting with Stallone, but knowing that this was Drago was the thing for me. You know, it was, it was real. It was a real moment for me in the theater, and uh, God bless Mrs. Passion for putting <laughs> up with that. Uh, so now we get we get a fight day. Like Victor's fighting, right? We get we get to see Victor in action, taping up his hands. He walks out there, 
and just fucking bludgeons this guy <laughs> damn near to death within like the first round. Just he walks out there, he doesn't ever say anything, and it, he's so fucking fast and so strong. He's just and you're dead. Cool. Now I'm walking out. And uh, watching this fight is this, this guy named Buddy Marcel. Buddy Marcel's watching this. Buddy Marcel is played by Russell Hornsby. I like that as a as a name for a boy. Buddy. 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 Isn't that just a nice name? Like, yeah, who's your buddy? It like, just, me. I'm your buddy. It just makes me think of uh, the Willie Nelson song that Ron Swanson loves so much during Parks and Rec, but Willie Nelson had a song about you and I, buddy. We get by, buddy. <laughs> buddy. Um, but Buddy Marcel is played by Russell Hornsby, who was in Fences, big Denzel Washington movie, Meet the Parents. Surely you know Meet the Parents. Which one was, uh, was he? He was the black guy in Meet the Parents. He's a black guy in there? <laughs> See? <laughs> I think he was a friend of Robert De Niro, maybe. Like, he wasn't part of the family, but he was a very minor character. Uh, he's in the show Grimm. He's in Shameless. But he's there watching as Victor just fucking destroys this dude. At one point, the dude, like, pops through the ropes. Mm-hmm. Like, his head kind of out the ropes and then comes back in and he falls on the canvas. And he's done. The dude is a vegetable. And Victor's like, yeah, I didn't even break a sweat. And Buddy's like... Hmm. Gears are turning. Then we get our title card. Creed 2. Creed 2. So now, speaking of Creed, I mean, where's our title guy then? Why why, why, why we open up on this Drago kid? And, oh, so then we get to Creed. Now he's, we get to his fight. With arms wide open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't Scott Stab get in trouble for getting wasted and trying to beat someone up with the cell phone? Much like the plot of Bullet to the Head, oh. previous Sylvester Stallone episode. <laughs> but, did, yeah, he got in a fight. Or like some something about fighting someone with the cell phone while drunk backstage once or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, just, you know, that guy is one I of my knew, favorites. I knew Scott Stapp was made for this type of movie. You know, he, Scott Stapp was Scott my Stapp favorite. Scott Stapp comes in like, Hey there, Rocky. Hey there, Rocky. Let me show you every day. Scott Stapp can't open his mouth. We all try open. I really related to the fact that he can't enunciate words. The difference is his is a choice because he's a fucking idiot. And mine is because I've been punched so much. But still, you know, it's nice to have someone else who can't enunciate. I don't like people that can't enunciate. Yeah, if you speak well, you fuck you. <laughs> so we get to Creed's fight. And he's back in his little dressing room, right? He's And, and, and it, it's, it's announced, I guess, as we're watching him kind of getting ready that he's up against Danny Wheeler back from the first movie. Back from last week, he Danny lost Wheeler. Lost his Mustang. Lost his Mustang to Danny Wheeler. And Danny Wheeler was supposed to fight the protagonist of Creed 1, but got fucking laid out during the weigh-in. But now somehow, Danny is currently the champ. So somehow he got the championship from Conlon between Creed 1 and Creed 2. Because at the end of Creed 1, Conlon was still champ. He may have like forfeited up the, the title have, or like a made it vacant. Yeah. 
you know, and they were Wheeler saying that him. was going to be his last fight. They yes, they did say that. So maybe he just he let it go, and Danny Wheeler was number two, so he he got it. Well, however it happens, Danny Wheeler currently is champ. Yeah, there was and, probably a fight for two and, and three. Creed is ready to fight him, and uh, that's right. They even make mention of that. The announcers on the TV are like, oh, yeah, he lost his Mustang to Danny Wheeler. And I love Bianca has one scene where she asks him if he took a shit. She gives him sign language yeah. real quick. Because, again, in Creed 1, where he's like, come on, I've got to take a shit. Oh, my God. Well, you didn't remember that. So she's like, take shit? Are we good? So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that makes good. a little more sense after hearing the previous Yeah, you're episode. right. Because, <laughs> like, having just watched that one, she was like, you just take it. And we're like, there's got to be some sort of reference to she, that. that she, I you don't just randomly one. ask that. Yeah. Like, you know, you guys come and hang out, and we're going to go mini golf. And like, Wait, did you take a shit? Did you take a shit? We don't want a putting <laughs> incident. Yeah. Well, that and the sign language. Yeah, and she has sign language because her, her ears are deteriorating. Her so they are over. working on sign language. Learning Real quick it. on the, uh, the Creed thing, it was uh, Scott Stapp and the lead singer from 311. Who got into a, like a bar fight? Uh, yeah. Okay. So it wasn't backstage. They were just somewhere else, and this was in 2005. And they was the cell phone used. I don't know why I always thought there was I a ha- cell phone I, used as a weapon. I've just been skimming through here. I haven't seen anything, anything about, about a cell, a phone? cell phone. Well, you know, honestly, I hope 311 beat his ass. Dude, hell yeah, 311 way superior. Uh, uh, musicians. Well, apparently he. And he, songwriters. Uh, he snuck in a, a sucker punch. Scott Scat. Scott Stapp. Did, Scott so. Scat. Well, <laughs> you know the Scott, Scott Stapp sucker punch are playing. Oh Jesus! Uh, no. The no. hookah lounge. The what? The, the hookah lounge down the street. The hookah lounge. Well, you know they're a small. Not dude. ACL though. They're a small. Yeah, they're not. A, they're not that big yet. Scott yeah. Stapp's <laughs> stab wound. What's it called? The the Scott Scat sucker punch. <laughs> yeah. The uh. So this line right here uh, in this article that I'm reading. Stapp's girlfriend then came over and sat on him in an attempt to make him calm down. Nice. <laughs> Was he like she pounds. sat on his face? Ayo. Yeah, that Ow. calmed me down. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, I can't, I can't punch on you. Any- wait, 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 Scott Stapp. I can't punch on you anymore because my girlfriend said my... That dude can't eat pussy. If you can't move your mouth, you can't <laughs> eat pussy. That That's guy, right. the whole thing, that whole style is by not moving your jaw. And that's how you get that whole thing. I'm Eddie Vedder, or I'm Scott Stepp, or I'm Scott Wyland, or I'm any of them. You just don't move your jaw. So how how you going to eat pussy like that? You ain't, eating, you ain't doing nothing with that. That's too much saying that word in one episode. What, jaw? Yes. Okay. So. Gross. <laughs> yeah, who talks about jaws this much? Other than Spielberg, because he made more <laughs> of those fucking movies. So. Yes, he, uh, he he took a shit, and Bianca's and I I love already at the beginning of this movie Bianca's back like I love how much of a character she actually is. Um, so now then she walks out and before he leaves, Rocky comes out of nowhere. We had to give him a pep talk, and they stand there kind of swaying back and forth, you know, moving their heads, doing a little pep talk before he goes out there, you know what I'm saying? We did the first movie, we're doing it in the second movie, we're making sure that this keeps it happening, this is what we're doing here. So, and then he fucking ends it with, go get your Mustang back. So, go out there, and they fucking fight. Uh... It starts it starts again pretty heavy on Wheeler. 
uh, Creed is getting just beat the fuck up. Uh, and at one point, like, he's getting hit, and we do cut to Bianca, like, adjusting her hearing aids. Yeah, she's starting so, to, like, lose her hearing even more. You know, it's progressively going bad, as she was saying. It's progressive yeah. hearing loss. So she adjusts that, because obviously we are we need to make a deal out of that this movie, so let's make sure we fucking let's hint at off, it as much as we can, right? Let's check off uh, hearing check aid. Check off hearing aid, right, exactly. But, so, Wheeler's, <laughs> Wheeler's doing him dirty for a bit, but then finally, like, Creed just... Like slips at the right time and clocks him and then just clocks him and then clocks him again and clocks him again and like just pff, lays him out and then he's just standing there and yell, "Give me back my keys! Give me back my keys!" And then when he doesn't get up in time and is called, you knocked him out. He's still like not even acknowledging that he just KO'd the champion of the world. Yeah, doesn't he's just still like, "Give me my keys." Give him my keys and Bianca has to run out and be like, do you know what you just you know did? What just happened. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, right. Shit. Oh, my God. I actually did a thing. Um, so now we're back at the hotel after the fight. And I do love this because they're standing in the hallway. It's it's Creed and Rocky. And he's showing off this, the ring. He's got this ring. And Rocky's like, yeah, you know, you should do that. And he's like, well, I'm really nervous. What do I do? You know, what, 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 how, should, how should I do this? You know, yeah, get down on one knee. You know, that's what you do. People still do that shit? He's like, I, I, I guess you could send her a text. <laughs> he's like, no, fucking seriously, what did you do? So then he tells the story, and that actually is what happens in Rocky 2. Because mm-hmm. he gets beat up so fucking bad in Rocky 1 that the first 30 minutes of Rocky two are him in the hospital and like healing and getting out of the hospital. And as soon as he gets out of the hospital, it's him and Adrian walking through the zoo in the snow. And he's like, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind marrying me so much. <laughs> and she's like, what did you say? And he takes her earmuffs off. Cause it's winter. If you wouldn't mind marrying me so much. And she's, she's super mouse. She's like, yeah, Okay. And then he's like, yeah, super Rocky Howland's like, yeah, Mr. Tiger, you're invited. We're just getting married over here. He runs up the steps. Yeah, and then I mean, hey, baby, I got to go up the steps, you know. It's a big thing for me. I got to run up these steps. Uh, so, but he talks about how he proposed. So, so Creed goes in and he chugs a glass of champagne. And then the bottle. And then the bottle of champagne. Because he's so nervous. He's so nervous. I'm going to propose and I'm so nervous. And oh my God, I... I don't know. I, I, I wasn't. I guess, although I, I wasn't planning to propose when I did. I it just, it just, it just popped out. It just slipped out. It surprised even me. I might have been, <laughs> I might have been more surprised than even Mrs. Passion was when it happened. But so he goes through the bathroom door and he gives this whole speech. I'm nothing without. Like I need you. You motivate me. You, I, you know, you complete me. That whole thing. And then That's Jerry Maguire, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm just a guy standing in the door waiting for you to finish doing your fucking hair and turn around. And she's like, you had me at hair. What? No. Um, but she turns around and sees him, and she didn't have her, didn't have her hearing aids in. in. So she didn't hear any of the heartfelt things he was saying. And Which is the second time that happens. Because uh, the first episode or the... Uh, Oh yeah, well she took him out of her ears when they were fighting. And he's the like, door. I need you and, and like opened himself up and And she didn't hear it. So yeah. it's a call back to yeah, that. Absolutely. Good call. Thank you. Yeah. So she turns around and sees him like on one knee and she slams the door. She was like, Are you fucking serious, D? Yo, 
Yo, yo, yo. yo. Notice that she hasn't said that word, uh, Noel or uh, Wall. What was it? John. 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 She yeah, hasn't said that. We haven't joined. And we won't hear it ever again. It was the last no, time No we more Johns. She got rid of her Johns. As soon as they made mention of it, they're like, she got rid of her long Johns. It's, it's no longer cool. <laughs> Uh, so long Johns, yeah, long Johns, Papa Johns, Papa John. Oh, definitely no Papa Johns, no, no long John Silvers, no uh, fucking John Jacob Jinko Heimer oh, Schmidt. Jesus Christ, God damn it! All right. So then, then they get back out in the main part of the hotel room, and she's like sitting on the bed. She's like, "Are you, do you know what you're doing?" He's like, "Yeah, I, of course I know what I'm doing. That's why I bought a fucking ring, and I'm doing the fucking thing that I'm doing." And so he. Finally, sort of paraphrases what he had said before that she didn't hear, you know, you complete me and that whole thing. And, and she just says, yo, over and over. And I was like, is that a yes? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. That, that means yes. That means yes. Yeah. And then they get to fucking get to fucking. straight to fucking. And that's what happens when you that's propose. that engagement. Fucking. Yeah. That's the engagement. Fucking hundred percent success rate. You know, this, these from <laughs> from popping the question equals fucking these movies uh, here. I've only done it once, but still 100 percent. They're about two and some some minutes, right? Two hours and some minutes. Yeah, a little over two hours. They can cut out all this bullshit fucking girl drama here and, yeah. and give me some good sports no, movie. No, no, baby. you need this. Because that's no, what, no, no, you need this. You do, because that's what, again, like I said last week, that's what sets the Rocky movies apart is is the emotion and it's it's about the fucking weight of the characters that happen to box say that again but as sly and you'll have me on that side <laughs> you know you gotta have the emotion of the characters you know you need to have some real three-dimensional characters and you fucking care about them as a viewer and you love them so much and then there's just these characters that you love that did happen to box you see that's what we're going for in this picture all right, I'm I'm on board. Nailed it. Maybe you'll never convince me, <laughs> Sly. All right, well you're the Drago then. I'll break you. All right, so they they're fucking. They say start. They start the fucking, and we go back to the Ukraine, right? And Victor's working. He's carrying pallets it's around. Just Ukraine. Yeah, just Ukraine. Yeah. Just just. So wait, 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 wait. Ukraine doesn't have any regions or maybe cities or anything in it. No, it's just the Germany. Just or it, yeah. The name of the country is just Ukraine. Ukraine. <laughs> and that's it. And he's like loading up pallets. Yeah. Just carrying around empty pallets. And then boss man comes And boss around. is like, hey, when you're done with that, I need you to unload concrete. I'm like, oh, fuck. But of course, this is the job that his dad wants him to have so he can be it's jacked the long as shit. Con. Yeah, for sure. So uh, now he ends up at another fight. And this, this. This fucking you just move, watched it. This, this fucking is, thing right here. It's so killer. <laughs> he fucking takes out this opponent like he's a bobblehead. Yeah. Where he has him up against the rope. Fucking uppercut. Like dumps him under the two chin. Two uppercuts. And his head snaps back. And as his head is coming back forward, he fucking uppercuts him again. Like the timing of it's over. Just pop, pop. <laughs> it just, it's the coolest fucking Oh, move. and it looks so... I was like, that dude's neck is broken. That's fucking <laughs> terrible. He killed that guy. Holy fuck, Victor Drago. Yeah, and he just drops down it's, like he died. It's like he I've just been, killed that Russian. I've been working on the docks all day. I just took you out in like 30 seconds. Now I'm finally going to go home and shower. <laughs> like, 
This is nothing. So, but as they're leaving, uh, as as he just fucking bobbleheads this dude to death, uh, they're going outside and Buddy approaches the Dragos, right? And he's like, so uh, I'm sure you've heard the good news. Jesus is coming. <laughs> he's risen. He has risen like a loaf of bread. And that's why we eat bread in remembrance of his body. Yes. Because he's fully yeast. That's what you have. Have you heard that? That's right. That's, that's right. why Jesus rises after three days because of the yeast. Jesus, is the it, yeast and the bread. Is that where yeast comes from? Jeez, yeast. yeast? Jesus. <laughs> no, that comes from Kanye. Kanye is trying to bridge that gap. The yeastus. <laughs> Jesus. Call me yeasty. Yeast is. So anyway, he says. Surely you know the good news, whatever, and it cuts. And now we're back to Donnie and Bianca, or they call each other D and B. Yeah. D and B, if you, you know, know what I'm saying. <laughs> butt and dick. Dick and butt? Butt and dick. Oh, they were saying butt and dick. And I was like, how does that even That's work? That's B and D, baby. Yeah, D and B. So she's like, let's move to L.A. We just we just need to go to L.A. Like I, she says, as a, as a musician, I feel I've done all I can do in Philly. Because he was like, oh, yeah, you got labels out there or something. She's like, obviously, yes, I want to further my career. I could do more with it there than I can here. Uh, he's, so then he's like, what about Rocky? And she's like, he's he's a grown ass man. Rocky's Rocky's good. Rocky was good before you came along. Rocky will be good after you leave. It's fine. And so, uh, right, we we do then cut to Rocky and he, the pictures of his son on the fridge. And these are then this one. I know we talked last week about it was pictures of Sage, his his real life son. But the one in this on the fridge were were actors like the the Rocky Junior actors from the movie. Uh, so he looks at those, and then, of course, he has to go visit Adrian again because he got to visit Adrian all the time. And he's like, I keep trying to call our son, but, uh, you know, I just I just hang up. I don't know what to say. I don't know, I don't know what to do. Because, which doesn't make any sense because in Balboa, there was a whole thing of it of his son was trying to get into the business world, like into finance. And he didn't want anybody to know he was Rocky Balboa's son. Cause, and then when they did find out, he was like, oh, mini Rocky. And, blah, blah, blah. and he was like, no, I, want, I don't want to be mini Rocky. I want to be me, you know. And so there's a whole lot of talk about you you're living in the shadow. Or you're mad at me. Maybe you're mad at the shadow. You're like, what do you, you got to find your own way. You got to do your own thing. But then it was like at the end of the movie, because like, every Rocky movie ends with everybody loving everybody, they were totally cool. So this ends up essentially being Rocky Seven, where he's like, "I don't even talk to my son or my grandson." I was like, "What? You guys ended last time I knew you ended loving each other. What the fuck is the problem?" Um, but it apparently is a huge problem. So he can't even get up the guts to call his own son. So Drago, the the Dragos get to Philly, right? Uh, Rocky is like walking into Adrian's. And walking into the and, the and the hostess is like, yeah, there's this big dude back there. Says he's looking for you. I don't know, I don't know what's going on with that. And uh, and Donnie's on a date with Bianca. They go back to Max's cheesesteaks from the first movie. And some random dude's like, yeah, what do you think about this? You ought to fight this guy. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then the TV comes up and talks about 
oh, Drago's son is coming to America and they're here and we need to recreate the whole Drago versus Creed thing. And he's just sitting there like, oh, these are the guys that killed my pops. And so then, you know, the chip on his shoulder comes back tenfold. And uh, so Rocky and Ivan are are talking at, at Adrian's, right? And, and and Ivan's like, he got all these, uh, these pictures, but no pictures of me. And Rocky's like, yeah, no, there, there are no pictures. Yeah, we don't no, like that. We there, don't there like that. There are no that pictures match. of that one. <laughs> that one. That one That one. was off the books. That was a personal thing. Uh, it was, it was, and I do believe they say even in Rocky Four it was unsanctioned. Like, he just went there just to fight. If if he would have lost, like, he still would have had the title. It, it was not a, a sanctioned thing. Drago was not going to get the title from him. It was purely just a Excab- man against man. You killed my friend. Now I have to knock you down. Wouldn't it be cool if that's the way we settled arguments in America? All right, all right. Well, here we go. Oh, now we have to box each other. All right. So uh, I guess we got to call the commission. And yep. uh, all right, Nick, uh, you son of a bitch. Uh, here we go. And you it's can like be mad at me. The, the commission's like, we don't sanction this. And you're like, well, I still want to fight you. So I don't get a title out, but I still got to fight you, motherfucker. Or maybe if you have a lot of money because you have to hire everybody, you know, like, okay, you guys really want this to get high. We, you got to put up this money. You got to buy Bruce Buffer or Michael Buffer for this. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we're going for third brother. Uh, yeah, can Bob, you find Bob, Bob Buffer? <laughs> Bob he, Buffer. He comes comes in and is like, fight now, fight now, and that's his thing. <laughs> yeah, so there that could be uh, could be interesting, right? Maybe, yeah. All right, yeah, all right. All right. Yeah. But yeah, so Stallone's like, no, 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 no. We don't. I don't talk about that. That fight never happened. I don't want to acknowledge that. So what the fuck are you doing in Philly? And Ivan's like, oh, you don't know. Oh, oh. So then, uh, basically, we're here to fuck up your protege. We go, we fuck him up. My boy, break your boy. Which is a callback to in Rocky Four when they finally meet in the ring. He just walks up. And goes, I must break you. I must break. So it's all about breaking. I must break. You. Was Draco's uh, uh, trainer in? Not that in this one, one no. He's not in this one. Oh. Not in this one. He was like you did see the guy a lot in Rocky Four. Because I'm the sure that has, that Drago. guy has a lot to do with the story, right? Or no? Uh, that story, but not this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just a different the the mentality of I, I'm breaking you. I don't care about the belt. I don't. I, I'm breaking you. I want to fucking humiliate you. So. Uh, he also he also talks about so we really get to the core of what's driving Ivan because Ivan is driving his son. His son's just like, sure, I'll fight people, but it's all Dolph Lundgren pushing his son into doing whatever. Papa, right? I don't want to fight. Yeah. I want to I want to make shoes. No, you must box, motherfucker. <laughs> but he's so he's like, people love you here. You're a fucking champion here. They love you. But back in Russia. I'm an outcast. Not so much. Because of you. Because I got beat by you. My wife left me. My country disowned me. I lost everything. Because of fucking... Because of you. And I've been living in squalor in the Ukraine. Ukraine. That's what I was saying. You said the... The Ukraine. Oh, it's, it's not the Ukraine. No. I've been living in squalor in Ukraine. Yeah. There we go. So he's very <laughs> pissed at Rocky. And so he knows he can't get revenge. 
But his son, by God, is going to bring the Drago name back. And that's where the whole thing... And they and he stands up, and they're even, like, starting to square off. They're standing back in the fucking back room of this restaurant. They were going to have an old man yeah, fight. Yeah, like, well, we're going we're gonna to old man fight right now. A fucking old man knock your fucking old man ass out, motherfucking <laughs> goddamn. And then Victor, the son, comes in through the front door and staring him down. He's like... Okay, well, I know I'm a tough bastard, but I'm not that fucking stupid. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. got a point. Well, could you just leave, please? <laughs> because <laughs> that boy will whoop the fuck out of me, and I don't want anything to do with it. Who do you think would win in a fight today? Dolph Lundgren versus Slice Stallone? Lundgren, because he's like 10 years younger. Okay, good. Also, before he got into doing... like Dolph Lundgren is... I don't remember what his degree is. You can look it up, but he has a fucking like he's doctor. A smart guy, yeah. He's a scientist, and he's also a like second level black belt. So he is legitimately a fighter, and he's a fucking legitimate doctorate in some science. I don't know what it is. Like he's a chemical. And do you think he has the accent like that he uses in this movie? No, he's a Swedish guy. He's yeah. fucking from Sweden. He's like, there's a bunch of Yeah, right. So, an engineer and an uh, e- economist. An engineer and an economist. I'm an engineer yeah. economist. So, as we all know, Sweden, Swedes talk like, because the Muppets aren't racist at all. No. <laughs> so, you know, stereotypes come from somewhere. <laughs> uh, chemical engineering. Chemical engineering. Yeah. And he University has a, of Sydney. And he has a black belt. Like he, Dolph is legit. Hey, but he's a good guy. And, and so he got, my heart. he got known for trying to pretend to be Russian. No fault of his own, you know. But still one of the... I mean, the that's a super iconic villain. So he did something right. He moved me right here. He moved my heart. Right here. <laughs> he moved me right here over by my ribs. Yeah, right here. <laughs> That affects me right here. Uh, so now uh, we're watching again Apollo's fight, the fight of Apollo versus Ivan. Yes. And uh, even the announcers are like, "Oh yeah, this this is the fight of Apollo versus Ivan," and and every you know everybody knows Rocky should have thrown in the towel, and everybody talks about how Rocky. Should have stopped the fight and didn't. So Apollo's death is on Rocky's hands because he didn't fucking throw in that goddamn towel. Even though he had the towel, as you'll find eventually when we get to Rocky for it, but he was like rearing back to throw it. And Apollo, as he's getting like beat the shit up, he looks at Rocky dead in the eyes and goes, no, and tells him not to throw in the towel. So Rocky's like, okay. And then the ref tries to break it up. The ref is in there trying to break up the fight, and Drago just keeps punching him. So even if Rocky would have thrown in the towel, Drago didn't give a shit. He wasn't paying attention to the ref anyway. He was there for blood. It wouldn't have fucking mattered. So Apollo's death is not on Rocky's hands is what I'm saying. Mystery solved. It's a real blood sport, man. It's right. Yeah, interesting. Too bad 
nobody's breaking bricks. I mean, uh, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, although yes, it's not on Rocky. Rocky still feels that guilt. I mean, oh, yeah, he, he, he could have he could have thrown that fucking rug in at any time. If he threw the towel in and Drago kept punching, then he would be like. Hey, I did what? That dude's just an asshole. He still and be, he wouldn't have any of his own guilt because he did the thing that's supposed to say, "Stop it! Well, stop it!" He has the guilt, but because he wasn't, uh, he was supposed to be fighting that match, right? Isn't yes. that what it was? That's they the came, main. They guilt came he to has. fight the champion, and Rocky wasn't going for it. And Apollo was like, "I'll fucking do it. I'll do it." Because he'd already been retired, and he was like, "No, oh, call I'll it. Do, I want to get back into it. Let me take this you guy. You got out. yourself a fight, baby. Yeah, <laughs> baby, you got us." fight going um, but it, so it's like I know Rocky has the guilt because he had the towel in his hand and he chose not to throw it and so he feels that he killed his friend and again in Rocky 4 like he's there holding Apollo's body as he's dying in the ring knowing that in his mind he could have thrown the towel and stopped it but Drago was going for it anyway the ref wasn't stopping shit it was completely 100% on Ivan <laughs> it, it but but, I, I mean, I get it. Like, your best friend just died in your arms. You're going to feel the guilt for it. So Tonight. I just died in your arms. <laughs> I just died in <laughs> So now we're back at, uh, we're at a Bianca gig, right? And and Donnie's standing up in this balcony. Because he knows. He's, he's celebrity now. And he's staying up out of the light so that nobody's like, Oh, Creed's here. Creed's here because it's her show. You don't want to take away from exactly. it. Exactly. It's I, respectable. I dig. I dig. I dig that. Respect. Or it also Love. could have been like, hey, she's probably got access to anywhere in the venue. It's like, hey, this, this, he's part of, he's with me. That's right. Give him the, you know, give him the sweet spot. I, yeah. But then he's got this whole balcony to himself until again, Buddy Marcel, this cocksucker, weaseled his way in. Fucking yeah, weasels in like the fucking cartoons and Roger Rabbit, just <laughs> weaseling around. And he comes up, he's like, oh, she's got a great voice. He's like, yeah, I know, I'm fucking her. I get it. I hear it all the time when I make her ring that bell, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm saying? Baby, ring my bell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so the guy's like, yeah, so you got to fight this Drago guy. He's like, why the fuck do I need to do that? And so here, in Buddy's credit, he's a talker, man. He's, he's a shyster, but he's, he's a fight like... promoter. He is. That's what he does. And he brings up the, what, the, the, the rumble in the jungle. Yeah. The, the Muhammad Ali, George Foreman fight. That we're not supposed to acknowledge because Creed it's, is Muhammad it, Ali. It exists separately. Yeah. Uh, but he says, like, that didn't happen on its own. Like, that had to be made to happen. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that. And that, like, that's what we need to do here. And he's like, then Creed's like, not buying it. But here's here's where this dude, this dude came prepared. And he, <laughs> he as a shyster, did his homework. He goes... There have been 77 heavyweight champions. How many do you think these people here know? Yeah. Four? Five? It ain't enough to be champ. You need to do something more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, God damn. He knows that. He, he knew he knew who he was talking to, and he knew how to get to him and how to fucking sell he it. Knows, the man yeah, knows how to promote yeah. a fight. Uh, that's got, what you want. That's got that's how a, you get a payday. Yeah, that and that's why he's rich as fuck now because he knows how to do exactly that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he talks so good that then Creed goes to visit Rocky. 
And as they, he goes up to Rocky's old house, and as they walk out, he bitches about this light. This light's been burned out forever. Like, how, how hard is it to fucking replace the light? Am I right? Which is the thing he does in Balboa, because he goes and visits, uh, there's a lady. Oh, my God. This is, good. This is an onion tier level thing. But there's a lady in Rocky Balboa, Rocky Six, that was the grown-up version of a little girl he talks to in Rocky One. But when he visits her at her house and he's like kind of taking her in and helping her with her son and just, just, just being good old guy Rocky about everything, there's a light that's burnt out at her front door. And so he like comes with a new bulb and, and, and fixes Screws the it in. And, and all he and does is works. put a new bulb yeah. in it. And, yeah. he, and then he goes, hey, little Marie, let there be light. <laughs> and he even has a Rocky line for it. But it's just like, so now his light's burnt out. I'm like, can you not do that yourself? Because you did that before, Rock. What the fuck? But he bitches about that as they walk down the stairs outside of his house that we've never seen before. Where do these stairs come from? But they talk, right? Like, hey, this guy. He's know, like, let's 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 go on a walk. Yeah, we're gonna go walk. We're gonna go on a walk. And they never leave down to the, the bottom of the stairs yeah. and just stand right there. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, you don't want to fuck with this dude. No, I'm gonna fuck with this dude. No, you don't want to fuck with this dude. Uh, but you told me he was raw, and I should fuck with this dude. Now you don't want me to fuck this dude? You don't think I can win? You He's think like, I'm going to lose? Yeah. You think I'm going to lose? Like, it ain't about that. Look, man, your dad fucked with this dude's dad, and he died in my arms, and I can't ever fucking live that down, and I don't want to go through that again. So he's like, oh, so you think I'm going to lose? Yeah. It's not about, but what the fuck are you even doing? Why do you care? And this is where, like, I that was this is the whole emotional angle they're building Creed 2 off of, is that... Ivan Drago killed Apollo Creed. Now his son is going to revenge. Fight. Now, yeah, but but Victor Drago didn't do shit. Victor Drago didn't even exist when Apollo Creed was murdered. So why the fuck do you need to fight Victor, who had nothing to do with any of it? Like, what are you proving to your pops to beat up a guy that didn't even exist at the time? Like, what? That makes no sense. If you really break, like. It's a it's a rocky based movie, so you just need some. Oh, that's emotion. Good, let's hook that. That's emotion. Uh, but how? No, no matter emotion. I'm fishing it in. It's emotion. It, it with that. It's emotion. Just, just put emotion on that. That's what we're doing here. But it honestly makes no sense because if you're pissed off, fucking beat up the dad. The dad's the one that killed your dad. If you got that chip on your shoulder, fucking do that. What the fuck are you mad at Victor for? And why you're like? They killed my pops. I got to fight this kid. This kid had nothing to fucking do with it. What are you even talking about? So you're saying Michael B. Jordan's the villain in this film. Essentially. <laughs> although Victor Drago has been raised by an obsessed dad purely to be out for blood yeah. for this. Because Ivan Drago, Dolph's character, is like... They killed me. They ruined my life, and I fucking want they revenge. Took my wife, so, you're a martyr. Yes. So you, you must get my revenge for me. Every you know, and so all this kid knows is I. Why sleep, would his I sleep, wife Papa, leave him? I just want to make shoes. Because he was that discreet. That's how Russians are, dude. Like you lose a fight, like uh, it's like you have a 50-50 chance of actually winning something. Like that's your profession. And the second you lose one, you're you're done. That's how the not Russians even like go, a, dude. an actually sanctioned fight. fight. The Soviet uh, official Union fight. Unsanctioned. Unsanctioned. Yes. Yeah, it was USSR yeah. because Rocky IV single-handedly ended the Cold War. I know Reagan yeah. wants to take credit, but no, it was Rocky IV. It IV. was Rocky IV. 
the speech that Stallone gives at the end of Rocky Four is what ended the Cold War. I I I've, read, I've read that. Why don't you go, <laughs> go ahead and Google that? I've seen that a lot of BuzzFeed articles. Can yeah. You, can you go ahead and, and, and read it for us? If, if, if I could change, and if you could change, everybody could change. That was just the ending part of it. That wasn't the whole speech. Yeah, I remember you said that on the old podcast. Once. <laughs> yeah. It used to be on the intro. <laughs> Yeah. If I could change, you can change. Because <laughs> the whole thing's like, when I first came out here, gee, I felt a lot of hate from you, and I didn't know how to feel about that. I, I guess I didn't like you too much, none neither. And then in the ring, we saw two men killing each other. But I guess that's better than 20 million. And through this fight, I've seen a lot of change. And all I'm saying is, if I could change, and if you could change, everybody could change. And the entirety of Russia and the entire USSR stands up and claps, and they're screaming Balboa's name. <laughs> and the Russian prime minister comes up to Drago and is like, you've embarrassed us. Fuck you. And they turn their backs and walk out. And that's that's why now he's got this, he's got this pain he's got to work out in why, Creed 2. Why Russia sucks. <laughs> like Drago sucks. Fuck this guy. Well, no, Drago is just trying to fight. Russia's the one. That's no, Ivan, to... Ivan Drago. Dra- he's he's trying to make up for his embarrassment, and he's he's making his son live up and and carry out and rectify his embarrassment. He can't let it go so much. He's making the next generation take care of yeah, it. Yeah, but for how would him. you feel if you had some Yankee come by in your country and? totally dominates you and your whole country well you murdered a guy in their to, country makes what you do go you to little russia and that's that's, my, that's another big problem that i'm sure i'll rant about when we get to rocky four but this guy murdered your friend straight punched him to death well, so after the bell or something yes laura bush talking. killed a guy <laughs> and so your revenge on this guy that punched your best friend to death is to knock him over that's it and that's it you knocked him over. It's like, Wee! <laughs> really? That's your revenge? Is just to knock him over? He, you should kill him. Yeah, right? Uh, aren't you? Uh, you're Stallone. I've seen uh, Cobra. You're blood for blood, motherfucker. What's going on? Hey, I know a guy. His <laughs> name is John Rambo. <laughs> it's Rambo. Uh, so, anyway, where the fuck are we at? Uh, so, Rocky's pissed. Or not, not pissed, I guess, but like, dude, you can't fight this kid. Because this kid is fucking dangerous. He's raised in hate. His whole purpose is hatred and destruction. And that's what he's doing. And that's not where you're from. And that's not where we're from. And like my guilt about your dad and what I did in Russia in 1985 is way different than anything you're dealing with right now. Don't do it. You do it. If you do it, you do it without me. Period. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to do it without you then. <laughs> so Donnie and Bianca fly to Los Angeles. They get a little place there. They got a pretty cool little place, right? Like, oh, this is perfect. We're going to buy this. Sweet little place. And they go... Uh, For only $3,000 a fucking month. Yeah, right? <laughs> For this one room. 400 square feet. <laughs> and they go to dinner with Felicia Rashad, who's oh. back. Oh, Felicia. Mama, Mama Creed, Mama Huxtable also. Oh, yes. Bye, Felicia. Mm-hmm. And hi so, Felicia hi Felicia 
And so they're sitting there having dinner, and she's like, how's your music career? Oh, you know, I got signed to a label, and I got all these festivals. Oh, that's great, yeah. And Donnie's like, okay, so we need to tell you something. She goes, no, I already know. The shiny hair? Yeah, the shiny... Wait, I have Glowing skin? All the salt, the shiny hair, the glowing skin. How far along are you? <laughs> and they're like, oh, you think... Oh, no, <laughs> but then there's a funny bit where Bianca, like, spits the wine back into the glass, like... Fuck, am I? What? And then them in the bathroom taking the test. And yep. Is that engagement fucking? That's right. That engagement you, ain't, fucking. you ain't pulling out on that. Like, that's... Whew, yeah, I know. Because then they're sitting there and it's like, oh, fuck this. And they're all shocked. Like, I'm sorry if you... You know how sex works. Right. If you're not going to wear something or you're not going to pull out... So you mean to tell me <laughs> she was not on any sort of, you know... Uh, protection, oh, yeah. like she's, birth control. He didn't me, pull she, out. She's, like, a, she's a she's a lifelong musician in Philly. She fucking. I'm sure she's fucking. I mean, come on. Of course she fucking. Why not? She ain't, she ain't taking no precautions. That chick fucks. But maybe, because they, <laughs> they, they, they'd been fucking since 2015. So they've been fucking for three years now. And now that they're engaged, she doesn't need to be on the pill. Now that, you know, they don't it need happens, to use condoms. Happens. Because they're, they're close enough now. Yeah. And still seems a little risky. Yeah. Well, if you're not, you know, because he does say again in the bathroom, like, well, you always said you wanted to have kids. She's like, yeah, but not now. No. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean. And then he's like, well, why don't we get ready? Then let's get ready. Which well, is sorry. great because. I mean, but nine months ain't. That should be I, enough time. So many times I feel that when people are having kids, I think that. Less than ten percent are prepared and ready and have oh, kids sure. on their own schedule. For sure, ninety plus percent is what? Oh fuck, 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 and fuck. Now we got to which room is going to be a nursery? How do we get it? How how do we how do we find a crib? How do we what the fuck? You know, I got to get all these books and I've got to you know, and you just panic and panic, and then the baby's born, and then you still don't know, but you make do, and that's what parents do. You figure it out as yeah, you go. Exactly. That's why the second one's always easier. Right, <laughs> exactly, and a lot less pictures because, like, Jesus, I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't give a fuck. Um, but but that's nice of him because I mean she's freaking out. Neither of them want this. Like, is this gonna is it gonna is this a make or break moment that we're pregnant? Well, because she had just signed, she had yeah, a right. very and I mean, let's be honest, like a pregnancy is gonna gonna at least make that difficult. Going to affect two rings, <laughs> yeah. And so him saying, "Well, then let's get ready." Is good. Like, no, yeah. I'm here. Let's let you know. Let's do what we got to do. Yeah. So take care of business. So that was good, and that was enough. That's what she needed to hear. Like, obviously, she's scared as shit about it, but we're doing this together. You know. Oh, right uh, here. Ooh, right, here. right here. We're doing this oh, wait. together. O- over here, maybe because of Rocky. So my heart's over here somewhere. More, yeah, it's under my armpit. It's more. <laughs> So uh, he's out there talking to his mom, and she's like, okay, so she told her family. He's like, no, we literally just found out. You knew before we did, lady. <laughs> but she's on the phone with her family right now, and, and oh, Felicia Rashad. God damn, it's like the mom of my childhood. My TV mom. Yeah, you could say that. But she's like, I don't know how she agreed to marry you. He's like, yeah, I, I don't really either. So uh, I want to do this fight. And she's like, yeah, I figured that too. I'm not <laughs> stupid. I'm Felicia Rashad, motherfucker. I know everything.
anything. Uh, and it doesn't matter. Like, I don't even know why you bring this up to me. Because you're going to do it if you want to. You don't need my blessing. You clearly don't have Rockies. Ooh! God damn, she's outboxing him without fists, even. Take that, motherfucker. This dude obviously never watched the Cosby show growing up because he does not know that you do not fuck with Felicia Rashad. That's right. You do not. So now Bianca's worried because then it's like, what if the baby doesn't hear? What if if it's not going to... And I don't think it works that way. Like, I'm deaf as shit, but that's... I mean, this is self-induced. I... Sure. I, I earned my deafness by standing next to a crash symbol. Well, deafness is like diabetes. There's the earned there's the, yeah. diabetes. There's the type and you then earn. There's the, there's the type you earn. There's the type you get. Yeah. Yeah. That's God just damn, passed what episode down. was that when I brought that up? There's the type you earn, the type you get. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. But yeah, deafness is like that. There, yeah. there are le- legitimate hearing loss issues. Some of it's deafness. Some of it's gradual hearing loss. Uh. Mine is purely my own fault, but I don't think it's hereditary. Yours? No, no, obviously oh. not mine, but like actual hearing loss. People that have actual hearing deficiencies. I don't think that's a hereditary. It's not like a genetic thing. It's just, it's a complex thing to, to take two chromosomes and make a fucking human out of it. Sometimes shit goes wrong. I don't know that a hearing deficiency is hereditary, right? I think you're wrong. You think it is hereditary? I mean, it could, I mean, it's both. I I definitely think it could be. So then anybody who's ever been deaf, not again, playing, playing, like becoming deaf due to construction work or whatever, but like legitimately deaf, then they're only going to have deaf kids. Not necessarily, but the the higher likelihood is definitely higher, higher because that that uh, normal genetic sequence already exists within their sequence, which then gets passed right. down. Now okay. there could okay. always be another mutation that would be in favor of that. But I just pulled this up real quick. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely could be an inherited condition uh, really? that gets passed down. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Skip past this paragraph. <laughs> he went on a rant there. <laughs> Skip past that. So now we go back to Tony Little Duke Burton, remember, from Creed 1, right? And uh, he's talking to him, and, and he's like, dude, why the fuck would you want to do this? Why? Why? And he's like, well, I got it. You know, he points up at a picture of Duke, the, the two dads together, Duke and Apollo, we're going to do it for them. He's like, I'm living. I'm here. I'm living. We're living here. We're going to do this. He's like, yeah, I guess we'll see. So very, very small training montage. Very short one. Mid-movie montage. Not not full-on Rocky training montage, but small one. Uh, but Victor fucking Drago is doing some crazy shit. He's like doing, laying on the ground, jumping up push up things while holding the the, the Dude, ropes. and then doing the wave with the rope up into the rope like That's out of intense. a jumping push up thing like what? yeah and then he's also he has a full fucking like giant medicine ball that he's throwing to the wall and catching on the rebound like jesus christ dude you are fucking insane he's doing all the crazy shit and creed is just doing the standard training like yeah sparring a bit working the heavy bag i'm doing the boxing training de- and he's definitely training like he's not Fucking off. He's not distracted, but 
he ain't doing the extreme shit that Victor's doing. You see doing. the difference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're seeing the difference, and that's what they're setting up, buddy. Because now we get to the, the weigh-in. Victor pushes him during the weigh-in. We get a little weigh-in fight. But now Rocky, who's not working with, with Donnie during this, is watching from his restaurant. You know, restaurant shut down. Everybody's gone. It's just him in a dark restaurant watching the TV, like, Acting out punches. Come on, man. You guys. Come on. Trying to coach from afar. It's not working out. But Victor is a fucking beast. I mean, he's 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 massive as fuck. But the choreography works right because this dude's arms are fucking huge. And he's fucking firing him fast as shit. And, I mean, when he lands him, you feel him landing. It's... They they do a great job with with Victor Drago. I feel um, so he it, it, it obviously does not go well. Uh, he he gets knocked the fuck out. All right, a lot of injuries. He gets battered, broken. He keeps getting back up, and then as he's like he's knocked down onto one knee at one point, which should break it. But Victor comes running by and just fucking hard hammers down through his face as he's down on one each super cheap shot. Uh, so Creed technically wins on a technicality because Victor is disqualified yep. and he's laying up on the hospital and the list of injuries is like <laughs> two broken ribs, kidney failure. I don't know. Like it's, it's a multitude of things. The doctors are laying to Bianca. And then he's like, he will recover. <laughs> yeah, what, what? Yeah, he's. Uh, what? What does that even mean? Well, he will heal from it. It's just gonna take a long time and be very painful. Yeah. Uh, so at one point, even uh, his uh, mini mini Duke Tony Burton is in there. He's like, yeah, okay. So they're not gonna they're not gonna dispute the judges' call. Uh, Victor's disqualified. You're still the You're champ. Still champ. And he, he says that to a. Passed out, battered, eyes swollen shut, mm-hmm. fucked up. Done. He's just standing like, "You're the champ," and he's like, "I'm the champ." Yeah. So, Rocky comes to visit the hospital, and uh, Bianca like walks him into the room, and uh, everybody's happy to see him, except obviously Donnie, who's pissed as fuck, like. You walked out on me, and now look at this. This is your fucking fault. Uh, and and he's just like, uh, uh, no, no. And Bianca's like trying, D, D, no, don't say that, D, D. And Rocky's like, uh, you know, let him have it. I, I've been in this situation plenty of times. <laughs> I get it. Just, I'm not taking it personally. Let him have it. Uh, also, during this, when when he gets yelled out of uh, Creed's room, right? And he's leaving the hospital. There was a scene here that storyboarded, I think they even started filming it, but never really finished it, where Ivan shows up at the hospital. And Rocky and Ivan fucking just start throwing fists at each other in the hospital here. Uh, Sadly, that didn't ever make it to anything. So you can't even watch it as a deleted scene. But... Stallone and um, Dolph 
both made like a lot out of their Instagrams and their whatever about how much they're training for this movie. And they were training so hard as fucking like a 72 and a 61 year old man to get back in shape. Uh, and then that fight scene never ended up happening, but you know, whatever. Wish we could have seen it. So Donnie gets out of the hospital. Uh, Back at home, obviously super sore. At one point, he goes to the bathroom, and we see that he pisses blood. That's the ruptured kidney. Kidney and all that. Uh, He's, like, trying to take his pills, but he can't even fucking, like, take the lids off properly. Um, And so Bianca's worried about him, and he's even acting, like, harsher than usual. So she goes and talks to mom, like, what the fuck? She's like, yeah, hell, this is what living with the fighters like. You're gonna gonna have to deal with that. You know, he's in his own thing, and you're just gonna have to. He has to heal from within. He's got it. He's you can be there, but this is shit he's got to deal with on his own. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so now we're back in back in Russia. We're throwing Victor a fancy dinner party. Oh, we got a dinner party going on, and everybody's like. Oh, yeah, Dragos, you do so good. Russia loves the Dragos now, and this is great, great for Russia. And it's always about Russia, not ever about what they're doing. But then as they're talking, this woman comes walking. <gasps> Who could it be? Like trotting like the horse from the Wizard of Oz. And it's Bridget Nielsen, back from the movie Cobra. You know Bridget Nielsen's ain't got no statues? Bridget Nielsen ain't got no statues? <laughs> um, but she shows up, and so she was obviously in Rocky for Ivan's wife, who left him when he got shamed. And in Rocky Four was Sylvester Stallone's wife in real life. Oh. Um, so she shows back up. She was seven months pregnant during the filming of this scene in Creed Two. But she shows up and they're talking and uh, Victor gets pissed off. He's like, "You, these people have all shamed you. They turned their back on you. Like, why the fuck do you care? What, what is it about? Like, why? Like, why don't you and I just do this on our own? What the fuck do you need to prove to them when they dropped you with a hat? Like, something happened to you and they just fucking turned their back on you. Why do you care so much about these fuckers? Why do you... Fuck her. I know Papa, she, I even, just wanted to make yeah. shoes. Stephen, like, that's my mom, and I've never met her. That's just some bitch to me. I she don't means fucking nothing. care. Yeah. She what was the, some woman. What the fuck are we doing here, man? Uh, to pull a Lebowski. What the fuck is all this shit about being fucking nah, man? But, you don't have a fucking reference point, Donnie. <laughs> You're out of your element. Well, surely there's a literal connection to Vietnam here, dude. Uh, so, anyway... Go back to we're back at the gym, and uh, and old Donnie's sitting outside in his Mustang, and Tony walks up. He's like, "Hey, buddy, you know, knocking on the window. Just want to let you know uh, the uh, boxing association says you gotta you gotta fight, man. You gotta defend your title. You ain't gotta do it against Drago, but you, but you gotta, gotta do it. Yeah. If you don't defend it, you forfeit it. So you know." Maybe just come in, just hit the bag for a bit. Like let's just 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 hang out and be just 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 a little bit. And he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me get let me get my clothes together and stuff. I'll be right in there. And then as soon as Tony walks into the building, he drives away. And Tony sees him do it. He's like, yeah, this dude's not ready. 
not fucking ready yet. So now we got Rockies on the phone with the city. How many guys does it take to screw in a light bulb? No, I'm not joking. Seriously. Because, you know, it's a, setup for a per- perfect setup for a joke, but he's not doing that. And then he sees a letter. He gets a letter from uh, Mama Creed. Oh, that's right. And it has a picture of the sonogram. Mm-hmm. And on the back of it's like, he still needs you. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's a baby creed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a baby, baby creed. So now we cut to D. I, I throw out D and B, because they call it Donnie and Bianca. Mm-hmm. call each other D and B a lot throughout the movie. It's just easier to get to it. Uh, so he's going to visit his mom at her mansion, her creed mansion. And uh, he walks in, and God damn it, who is there? Rocky. Rocky's right there. Talks about three days on a train. You know, it was all cool watching. You know, the cities pass by like postcards or whatever. And he's cool, cool for you, bud. And so they 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 hash it out. They fucking work it out, you know. And uh, they make up. They laugh. They 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 even laugh about his daughter's name. His daughter's gonna be named Amara, and he's like, I was thinking something more like like Becky, Becky, maybe Kate. Kate Creed? Yeah, you know, two C's. It's easy to remember. And I was like, is this racist? Because he even says at one point, you know she's going to be black, right? No, I have a note. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is, is, this, is this racist? Is, is Rocky being racist right now? What's what's going on right now? Um, but he gets a call during this. Baby's coming. They're at the hospital. It's time. It's time. So... It's the final. <laughs> They get to the delivery room, right? So Rocky's walking around with his ball. He always has this, like, I think it's a racquetball. He's always bouncing around. It He's, looked really small to be a racquetball, but it just might some just sort be, of bouncy ball yeah, or something. something. Uh, he's had that since 76, since Rocky. <laughs> since the original one, he walks down the street with his fucking shitty wannabe leather jacket and his not-quite-fedora bouncing that racquetball and that's been his thing and he's been doing it and the fact that he keeps it going through even these <laughs> is like another one of those things i was saying like there's just so many little things we're like oh yeah fucking rocky of course he's got his little ball and when he's nervous he has it out and you know uh so he goes over to a payphone, which fucking 2018 how's there a payphone? i mean jesus christ but he like starts to dial up his son and hangs up he can't can't even call his son uh, but Amara arrives, right? We got the baby. Baby's here. They're running the test. No response. So she doesn't respond to the sound stimuli. So Amara is deaf. Yeah. And uh, they're talking in the hallway. And, and Donnie's like, well, you, you know, they're going to do it again because you know, sometimes they get false readings. And Rocky's like, okay, but what if it's not? You got to think that well, way. I can't think that way. But you got to think that way. It. What are you going to do? And at this point, I'm like, why are you making such a big deal out of it? He's already in love with Bianca, who's losing her hearing. Also, this is your fucking child. If she can't hear, what are you going to do? You're going to fucking love a child and learn sign language. That's what you're going to do. Like, it's your fucking child. It doesn't matter, you know? Like, oh, she can't hear. I don't know if I can love a child that can't hear. Like, it makes such a big deal out of this fucking hearing thing. And it's kind of shitty. Like, you're no, you're going to fucking love your daughter... And that's it. If you got to learn sign language, you got to write a lot of notes to each other, whatever you got to do, you're going to love your fucking daughter. That's it, Donnie. That's that's the fucking... Here, there's the answer to your problem, you prick. 
so then they're back at the house, and as they get back at the house, they got this big basket. Did you guys see that? They have the congratulatory fucking well-wishing basket from Buddy Marcel. And I was like, oh, you fucking prick. Mm -hmm. You motherfucker. Oh, God, what a just scum. Scum bag. So then there's we get this part where Bianca's like, hey, I just need a minute. You take the... You got to take uh, Mara. You take her daughter. I got to go to the studio, like... I I need I, I need to do me, and he's like yeah yeah no 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 problem, and so she leaves and the baby just immediately starts crying and just crying and then crying and he's trying to do stuff crying and he even calls mom at one point and has mom on speakerphone he's like trying to bounce the baby he's like make her stop crying do something what the fuck he's freaking out and then he gets to the gym and he has her in the little carrier and he's so then he. He's working out his own shit, right? He's he's hitting heavy bag, and she's sitting in the in the little carrier thing next to him, and she finally starts stops crying as he's working through his shit and starts crying, but it's you know, this is this is the moment. This this is the the emotional flip over impact moment that that Stallone needs in anything Rocky. This is where. Donnie feel or finds out what he's actually needing to fight for, you know, and gets, gets his own, gets his own head straight. Uh, so now when Bianca comes home, Donnie and the baby are laying on the floor. It's like, how'd she do? She's a fighter, just like her dad and And her her mom. mom. Yeah, exactly. And her mom. So then he's like, I have to do this. She goes, I don't know, man. Last time you didn't give a shit about our partnership, you know, it wasn't about us that last time. He goes, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Keep it 100. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now I, now, now I got to. So now this this is another Rocky movie staple that happened in every Rocky movie we'll get to where you have to convince the wife. Basically, I'm a man. Don't, don't make me stop being a man because as a man, I got a man. That sort of thing. So now... In, in Drago fashion, just like happened in Rocky IV, we get to the revenge fight. But the revenge fight has to happen in Russia. Mm-hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts. Okay, well, you go call the promoter, and uh, Creed's like, so we'll, we'll meet back here first thing in the morning for training. And Rocky's like, no, I just got a better idea. And then we drive out to the fucking desert. Well, real quick in that scene, I thought it was, uh, I don't know, like, they were like, oh, yeah, it's got to be in, you know, Russia or whatever. They're like, okay, well, if that's the case, we can't let it go to the judges. Yes, exactly. Like, because we've got to, like, knock him out. That's like extreme home field advantage. Like, if it, yeah, absolutely. If it, comes, if it comes down to decision at all, even if you definitely have more points, if it comes down to decision, period, they're yeah. not going to give a fuck. They're going to decide for him. Yeah. Purely. And so Rocky goes, well, we can't let it get to that. Yeah. Thing. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's how we're doing. So Rocky's on board for, for, for realsies. Yep. Uh, so now we go to boxer boot camp. The middle of the desert. Drive out to this desert and like old school fucking like this workouts before gyms were invented. Like, like he, they're punching tires. Punching tires. He, take the sledgehammer and hit the dirt. 
Just swing the sledgehammer at the dirt. He ends up digging a sizable hole. Think about that, with though. A like, if you had to do that with a sledgehammer. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, in the fucking desert heat. No shit. Uh, so this, now this, this makes me feel very much like, in Rocky Four. Rocky goes, he has to again go to Russia, uh, but he's in a cabin. Mm-hmm. And he's doing, like, cabin workouts. Like, he has all of his friends in this little, like, carriage and he grabs the handles and he uses that for shoulder presses and stuff and he just runs and he ends up his morning jog takes him to the top of a mountain or like Mm -hmm. he's he's doing like in nature real stripped down basic workouts while it cuts in with ivan who's in a tight technical gym and like all these super machines doing all the stuff for him so victor isn't quite in that same thing, but it's, it's very much that same thing where Donnie is in the desert punching tires and hitting dirt with a sledgehammer and running down a busted highway while Victor is in an actual gym with tech technical training, you know? So it is definitely mirroring Rocky four very, very much. I do like the, uh, the exercise that they had where they had to put a put foot the in foot the in the tire. tire. Like, does that force you to stay close? You've to, and you've got to protect you, and be. You've be got aggressive. to work. Got to work on your defense mm-hmm. for sure, and your counters. Yeah. How do you how do you slip this up and and come in? Yeah. Because at first, like he can't last very long, and the dude's fucking him up, and everybody yeah. laughs. So you know. Uh, again, the point montage. of the montage at the beginning, <laughs> you suck at it, but by the end, you're really good at yeah. it. Montage. Even Rocky had a montage. Bonus points if you can work in hollow notes into your montage. Has that ever happened? Oh, it happens quite often. Hollow notes? Yeah. Into a montage? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a damn. All right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I was talking about the, the, the one foot in the tire. Uh, but then it gets to the point, like, as Creed's getting better, like, he's running down the highway and he collapses and Rocky's in the car in front of the kid. Get up, get up, kid. And then he does get up and the fucking theme hits yep. and all the dramatic music hits and he's like, yeah, okay. And then he's running again. And then all of a sudden, he, he has to move to a new spot in the desert with a sledgehammer because he's dug too deep in it. And he's fucking shadow boxing a f- fucking fire like there's a barrel with this fire coming out of yeah, it. Yeah, I like, didn't understand that. Because you got to punch at the fire, but dodge as the flames whip around, I guess. I don't know. But then he's foot to foot with this guy, and then he's like dodging him so much and just starts wailing on the dude to where the dude's like, okay, fuck, I'm getting out of here. Oh, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. handle him. And like, oh, now he can handle close range boxing. Now there's what we're learning from that. But uh, yeah, so in true montage form, he's gotten uber badass I do like at the beginning of it there's one scene where he lays down in a bathtub full of ice and you see his knuckles all busted all open before he puts them down it's like a little human moment like even they do have to fucking recover before we make them look superhuman like they, yeah just that we have it playing in the background listeners but Rocky slams a medicine ball into his at oh like, that's right hanging, while he's hanging dead hanging there and just slamming a medicine ball into his gut. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a different type of training for sure. So now he beats the guy in the tire and he's good at punching the stack of tires and he's good at... He, now he's running in front of the car down the highway. He has won the montage. <laughs> so now it's time for the fight. We're in Russia. Big fight. Drago gets his big entrance. Of course, the whole country is excited about a Drago fight, right? 
Uh, and uh, Donnie, Donnie uses Bianca has his entrance music, singing one of her songs, yeah. and she sings with him and walks down with him. I thought that was really cool. I uh, didn't just like use her song, but actually use performing live. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't make sense, but it makes dollars. And it was very relevant to yeah. the the moment in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, her her music's always like using the lack of dynamics as a dynamic. Like it's I know, it's weird. It's always so spacey. Yeah, it's not something I would willingly yeah, definitely, to, definitely though. not. But I do like that. There's something there doesn't to make it. sense, but it makes there's a creativity to it, it, and yeah. it does hit there for sure. There's definitely, and again, I love like she uses really weird chord changes that you would not expect, and I love that shit. I'm all about that, but it's just always so, always so sparse. Everything about her music is always so sparse, and that's that is cool. And again, Tessa Thompson wrote the songs and performed them. And I love, if you listen to the phrasing of her vocals, it is, it's an odd meter. Bam! I love it. I love that part. Well, that's uh, what that's what the uh, the kids would saw would call drop. Oh yes, then Wait it for drops, the drop. and that's when they start walking. The Durs effect. The Durs effect. But that's I think out of all of her songs from these two movies, that's my favorite one. That's the best one of them for, for me, anyway. Uh, but it's it's just cool that he has his wife. Like this is this is a family thing now this isn't about me this ain't about proving something to my dead pops this is it's a family tradition yeah yeah it's gonna be a fa- gonna be we're gonna get creed jr at some point probably uh or amara amara we're gonna get amara movies maybe i a don't woman know. apollo a woman uh creed well, yeah. yeah amara his daughter yeah yeah We'll get, we'll get Amara, Amara 2, Amara, Amara 3, Amara. Amara. And Rocky Jr. will be training them or something. I don't know. We'll, Are we going to get it we'll tomorrow? See. Is it going to be tomorrow? <laughs> ah, God damn it. God oh, damn it. Damn it. Uh, so, again, Michael Buffer announces, but he doesn't do it. He doesn't buffer it. He doesn't, let's get ready. He just goes, let's get ready to rumble. He, like, he half-asses it so hard. It's so bad. Well, as we... Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! That's not how you do it, Michael Buffer! That ain't it! Well, as but, we discussed in the previous episode, depending on the, you know, what what they work out, it's twenty five dollars to $100,000. Oh, they didn't pay him for they the whole... They probably paid him eighty just, ninety for the first one, but they're like, hey, um, I we thought, can really only do twenty. I thought he was just pissed, like, you made me come to Russia? <laughs> Like he, his heart wasn't in it because he was. He's mad that he's in Russia. He's like, yeah, let's get ready to rumble. Get me the fuck home. Someone give me back to Soviet Russia. Give me to to Vegas now. God damn it. In Soviet Russia, Buffer announces. Oh wait, that's how it goes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's it's not it's not a true Buffer announcement. All right, so now the fight starts. We get into the fight, and yet again, amazing choreography and Victor Drago is a behemoth. 
Like <laughs> his punches look off. Like they look deadly. And when he, they land, like you can hear him with, if, if Donnie dodges it, you hear it whoosh, past. Uh, and, but big difference between this fight and previous one, Donnie, while still getting hit more than he is hitting, but he's, he's dodging, he's slipping jabs more. He's, he's way more defensive and better than he was the first time these two fought. Uh, doing a much better job, but still, Jesus, He's looking Christ, a little Floyd Mayweather with his oh, with his dancing around, just, yeah, just I getting love around his, his move. The the Donnie Creed move, like when he ducks and he slips to his right a bit, and then just comes in with that fucking long cross, comes from fucking next door. He brings it, it's a, <laughs> and he does it multiple times, like duck back. And it comes from out of nowhere, and he just hammers it. It's a good move, and he is able to land it successfully, but goddamn Victor Creed is awful. And I just, watching it, sorry, it's it's playing right now, and just even watching it on mute, I'm just like, oh, God, oh, jeez, fucking, oh. He's, ugh. So, Donnie's doing better, but he's still getting beat up. Um, and then I also I do make a note because every time we go we go back to the, the the stool between rounds, and Rocky's was like, okay, so he tends to overreach on his right. So when he does that, you got to duck down and you fucking come up with your right into his gut and you do this. I'm like, Rocky, I have been watching you box for fucking thirty plus years. Your strategy is block with my face until that dude is tired. <laughs> Where is all the strategy coming from? How are you learning about, oh, he's over, oh, if he's doing that, oh, I can have my guy do this. And wh- where is this fucking puzzle master shit coming from when your whole thing is block with my forehead? Like, what the fuck are you talking about, Rocky? But it always works, and he's always right, because then when Creed goes in the next round and does the advice, it always pays off. But I ain't, I ain't buying it, Rocky. I ain't buying it. So at one point, uh, Victor Drago does like grab him around the waist and throw him to the mat and rears back like he's going to do the cheap shot again. But, but holds himself back, and everybody's like, oh, oh, that was the thing. He did the thing. Um, but he doesn't go through with it, so he doesn't disqualify himself. Like, but but that was a psych-out move, right? That was a, hey, remember? Yeah. Fucker? Yeah, that's right, bitch. Like, it was a, it was a, it was a power move for sure. But we get a lot of slow-mo face hits. And this was the thing, I think, that was more so in Rocky Four than any of the other Rockies was, like, the, the, the glove to the face and then slow-mo is, like, their whole face shakes and sweat flies off. Uh... This exactly right here is watching a bit the 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 slow mo hit reaction. Like I feel that this one is doing a lot to mimic Rocky Four, or or modernize Rocky Four. Yeah, well, just in general, it, it's cool shots, you know. Yeah, yeah. And looks uh, like they have to get hit to. Make and they're that doing look it. They're doing it better than it was done in Rocky Four. They're, I mean, they better cameras, better technology, a better choreography, even. But they're still doing it because that's how the Rocky Ivan fight played out a lot. Is the slow motion shit and and they're doing it and it's really really fucking cool so 
he's doing his move I talk about where he ducks, dips down to his right, and comes up with that cross. And he does like three times straight. And the third time cuts open Victor's eye. He's like, oh, wounded you, bitch. Yeah, now I got you, motherfucker. But then Victor answers back and breaks his ribs again. Yeah. So now your ribs are broken. Yeah, you cut his eye a little bit. Good for you, Creed. You you cut Victor's eye. You proved he's human, but your ribs are shattered. So good luck taking a still, shit. You're still good luck taking. Good luck breathing. Good luck doing standing good, up. Good luck coughing or anything or sneezing. Yeah, you definitely ain't getting laid for a while. That's for damn sure. So. Now, next next little break between rounds, Ivan is yelling at his son, you finish him. We're not here to play. We want the fucking belt. Break Kill him. him. Kill him, break him, take him out, destroy. We want it now. And uh, Rocky's advice, you know, in the other corner, yeah, your ribs are broken, but that's okay. You like that pain, don't you? Mm, yeah, you're going to use that pain. You're here for pain. If you want to give pain, you got to take pain. That's all right. You're hurting, but you love that hurt, don't you? Yeah, you're going to take... Oh, yeah. And it gets, like, really weird about it. Like, you're going to... Yeah, you like the pain. You like the pain. And he's just like, yeah, I guess I do. Rock, cool. I like the pain. So- well, that scene was real <laughs> like- interesting because, like, I think there was a, a scene that showed... Um, uh, Bianca's like look like she shot Rocky a look and it's like hey you need to call this fighter son because I mean obviously that rib shot that's a recurring yeah. theme right and he's like he he kind of thinks about and he's it he's also like fuck I didn't do that to prevent what happened to this guy's dad do mm-hmm. I need to do this do I need to do now what I didn't do before well he's reliving that he's like if like I can throw in the towel now because I've been in this situation, but like he obviously believes in his fighter, mm-hmm. so he doesn't want to call it too soon. So he gets stuck in that and weird area, like, and hey, that's man. when he's like, "No, I'm just gonna coach him up right now." I know you you're know? hurt, but yeah. it's okay because you like it. You like it. You're gonna get hurt, and he's gonna, he knows you're hurt, and he's gonna keep hitting that same spot. But that's okay because you like that. You like it. You like that. Oh, oh, was that tenacity? You like that? Oh, you like that? Oh, you like slow that? Down. Slow down. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Gonna make me come, but but yeah, but it works because Victor Victor's uh, father's speech is like just just go fucking him. kill him already, <laughs> do it and whatever, and but but Creed's like yeah, that's right, he's gonna fucking hurt me, but that's fine, I'm just gonna power through, and now he's got the Rocky strategy of. My body is your punching bag until you're tired, and then I will finally win. I mean, if that works. If you're built for it, if you yep. can handle if it, If you can do take it. a punch. If you can definitely do it. I definitely so, could So now we get back into the fight, and of course, Victor's still just pummeling the fight. And it just, I mean, we've seen this so much this movie, and each punch is still just like, oh, damn. Uh, so... He like at one point like catches uh, Creed's left arm and holds it up so that he can just hammer at those broken ribs freely and just wails on him until he falls down again and he's laying there and he gets up. Maybe he's is this the one where he's laying there and he just starts punching at the mat and he gets up and the announcer's like, "What's your name, Creed?" And yeah. Drago's like, "Uh, fuck." He's awoken the beast. Yeah. Well, this 
this does not bode well. <laughs> I've seen this me. move uh, Hulk Hogan used to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's hearing it from the crowd he's now. Hulking up. Shit. Shit. That's how you know you done fucked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I should have listened to my dad and, like, taken him out rounds ago because now, now I've got now I've got ascended Saiyan level Goku, and I'm tired now. Yeah, because I'm they even out. make point in the uh, the commentary that like you know so and so he's never Ivan's never gone past round three or something. Right, we're in round. He's got eight. no stamina. Yeah, he's which got- in boxing is a thing because boxing yeah. I I do lightly follow, and if you know you know you've got a fighter that you know typically if wins you got a, by knockout. If you got, got a Mike Tyson, once you get past those rounds, you see just a dramatic decrease oh, the tank in, is empty. in the way. Yeah, which was what uh, Muhammad Ali used as he was older because he was in his forties and still like he got the belt back again for the fourth or fifth time yeah. or however many times he got it back. But the last time he got it back was way older than anybody ever should yeah. as a heavyweight fighter. Mm-hmm. But he did it by wearing he, out the other, he opponent. called it, he called it the rope dope, mm-hmm. which I, I'm just, I'm slipping. I'm every time you try to punch, I'm yep. just, I'm dodging. You're grazing my shoulder, which is what Floyd I'm Mayweather doing. has perfected. Oh, absolutely. I'm wearing you out. I'm yep. wearing you out. I don't care if I never hit you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Because you're not knocking me down and you're not beating me, but eventually you're exhausted. And then the and you can't hold the, your hands up yep. anymore. And once you can't hold your hands up, guess what? You're already tired. The bah, three, bah, four, bah, five, bam. seven hits that yep. I land per round is going to add up. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna knock you out because you can't even protect yourself yep. and you're exhausted. Yeah, it could take one hit and you're just too tired to stand up. Mm-hmm. You know that's it. And that's that is the whole thing. Like sluggers Strategy. don't have stamina. Yeah. Absolutely strategy, but I don't think that was Creed's strategy was, I'm going to let him break me (laughs) physically until he's tired, but that's where we're at now, and, you know, I'm just going to keep powering through, because, you know, every Rocky speech is dig in, Mm -hmm. find everything you got, everything inside, everything that's ever pissed you off, you know, every late fee from the library, (laughs) find it all. And you just bring it back at this guy. And that's where we're at now, right? So he punches at the mat, right? We were talking about and gets up and screams, my name's Creed. And Drago's like, fuck, fuck. And so then he comes in and he just starts beating the fuck out of Drago. Like Drago's kind of firing back. Mm. But no, Creed is fucking him up, fucks him up all the way down to the mat, puts him down. And then the Rocky theme starts. We get the Rocky theme again. And uh, it was a very good timing and rendition of it. Yeah. Absolutely. With him. Because then you're like, oh, he's got He's got the upper hand now. After all of that, he's got the upper hand. Oh, shit. And that's when, as a viewer, you're like, oh, shit. At least Nick in the theater was like, (laughs) oh, fuck. Like, obviously, I know how two was going to end. I know it, I know it, but still, like, they, they, they do it well, and they draw it out. That, And so, uh, he does get up. Like, we knocked Drago down, and we're like, yeah, we fucking got him, but no, he gets up. It's like, oh, shit. But then they, they punch, they punch, and punch, but it fucking knocks him down again. Create, obviously, upper hand here. Knocked him down twice, back to back. And Brigitte Nielsen... Mama, and whoever random Russian ambassador guy sitting Some next to counselor, her, they, yeah. they get up and they walk off. Yep. And Ivan, 
Dolph Lundgren sees him leave, he's like, oh, fuck, they're doing the same thing to my son they did to me. Like, the whole thing I'm doing here is for and them And then not he sees it. To not do that. And that's what they're doing. Fuck. Like, what's really important here? So he starts second-guessing himself. And Victor gets up again a second time. And like, all right, well, pops him in the face. They just start going again. And uh, like he pops him in the face at one point so hard, Victor like falls forward. He's falling, but Creed is standing in front of him. So he falls onto Creed, who catches him and like pushes him back up to keep punching him. Like he should have just stepped out of the way. That would have been the third fall in, in a single round. You're done. Three falls in one round. It. That's TKO. Is but it? No. Is it? Uh, depending on the rule, generally T- well, TKO means getting knocked down three times in one round. That's technical well, knockout. Yeah, it's technical knockout, but it could be several things from my understanding. It depends on, on... But yeah, it all the, depends on, all, because there's so much that's it could discussed. Be three, three times in a fight. Well, TKO like, is a referee stoppage. So uh, is it a referee stoppage? Yeah. Okay. If he stops it for any reason, that's, you know, he'll say it's a technical but, knockout. Yeah, like Victor goes limp and falls forward and Donnie catches him yeah. on his shoulder and like pushes him back up and then keeps punching him. Like, I guess you weren't done with the guy. He needed to punch him some I mean, more. he hadn't fallen yet. <laughs> I, <laughs> Good thing the ref didn't see because the ref, if the ref had seen the catch. Probably. Yeah. 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 Because he was limping, he just yeah. limped over the shoulder, but pushed him up. I'm going to punch the fuck out of some more. No, Catch I'm him not, a couple you more know, times. You know what, man? I am not done punching you. I want to beat you more. And now you're beat, you're defeated, and this is all me now. This is all me is what we're doing. And I want as many punches as I can get. And that's that's why I picked you up. Is this that's business or is this personal? <laughs> yeah, because if it's business, I'll leave. <laughs> But if it's personal, I'll leave, but I won't be happy. <laughs> it's personal. Uh, so, yeah, he I, gets him into the corner and is just wailing on yeah. him. Just fucking, like, he's hitting him so much he doesn't have time to fall over, basically. Like, the only thing keeping him on his feet is, his punches. is the responses from the punches <laughs> he's getting. And so now, after 30 years since the Rocky-Ivan fight, all everybody's talked about the towel and throwing in the towel and the throwing the towel. No time ever has the before or after or since whatever with the towel in a fucking fight, whatever. But finally, for the first time ever, someone threw one. In. Ivan comes in, waving the towel and throws it in. Because, and that's kind of from that change of heart. Exactly. Uh, because I think had he not had that, he would have just. He'd have been like, no, no, no. We no. win or nothing. Yeah. We, we die win. in ring or we win. Yeah, exactly. And but them leaving uh, Brigitte and the Russian, mm-hmm. whoever the fuck, he saw it all over way. again. But he saw to it, somebody yeah, else, and then he's like, "Is it worth killing my son for my own fucking failure and pride? Yeah. Like, what the fuck?" And so then he threw yeah. in the towel, and then he even uh, so all right, he throws in the towel. It's called for Creed. Yay! Woo! And everybody's celebrating, and Bianca comes into the ring, and they're like, but because of that, like Ivan tries to go up to Victor, who doesn't want anything to do with like pushing him away because he's not able to handle his loss yet. And Ivan just keeps trying to hug him like, 
Come on. Well, because he's had the change of heart, and yeah, you know, I've and been, I, he's like, I failed you. And I, Vic, I'm, Victor's not ready yet. Victor, it's it's very much like uh, after the ashes dumping scene in Lebowski, mm-hmm. when Walter's try, Walter wants the hug, and and dude is just not ready for it yet, and keeps pushing him, you know. And so Victor's like, "What the fuck does anything have to do with Vietnam?" <laughs> <laughs> But but you know he's coming in and I like I I I did notice there's a red spot on like his right shoulder like they gave uh, the, the the makeup department even gave him wounds like he's been hit so hard here like he's bruised randomly on his body which usually you don't see it's just face shit yeah. you know uh, I was like that that's a fucking cool detail but like he fights his dad off for a while before they finally hug and he's like it's mm-hmm. okay it's yeah. okay. Uh, it's okay, man. You did the best. I. It's it's not, it's not all about that anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was on me, and I put that on you, and I shouldn't have. And it's okay. Yeah. So he finally lets him in. Lets him in the hug. And uh, Donnie's got his whole crew of people. Stallone's still outside the ring, and he does reaches his fist against the fist bump up. Mm-hmm. It's your time now. And he takes his hat off and kind of does his thing. And he wanders off and does his Rocky thing. Yeah. And leaves Donnie. Walks off into the sunset. Yeah, essentially. Because this also was Stallone like, I was done with Rocky before Creed started. And you talked to me to come back in. But there's really nothing. Nothing else. Like, you can keep doing Creed, and Creed can do his own thing, yeah. but you don't need Rocky as the a part of The legacy's been passed. Yeah. Because exactly. All, yeah. Exactly. This is Because now, it's his time. It's yeah, your time. It's your now. time. So, in, in movie form and in character form and everything, he's he's done with it. Now we're going to... Now we now we look forward to Creed 3, 4, 5, and then Probably. Creed Last Blood. Yes, Creed Last <laughs> Blood, Creed's daughter's first blood, and Creed's... <laughs> Creed taken. And yeah, Creed's grandson cutting up pizza with scissors and who knows what else is going to happen. But uh, but yeah, so Stallone has officially... Wa- like they are... The, and, and, and Creed 3 is happening. Uh, and it's... Uh, Michael B. Jordan is directing it oh. as well as starring in it. Nice. Uh, there was talk of them bringing back uh, Clubber Link, Mr. T. It's going to be him against Mr. T, son. And I was like... That makes sense. Mr. T? Because Mr. T was, yeah, the villain from Rocky Three, yeah. But that had nothing to do with Apollo at all. So there's no there's no way you can emotionally tie that in. Uh, that has not ever been confirmed at all. I think that's just like internet kids talking <laughs> about whatever. Uh, so whatever they decide to do with Creed from here on out, like it's it's now fully its own own story. It has no ties to Rocky beyond flashbacks or whatever little cutesy emotional things they they drop in but he's not going to be in it anymore and rocky is officially done all right officially done with the with the creed i done with the creed so we're done with the movie but we get the final scene of creed donnie goes to apollo's grave and he visits his dad's grave. And he's like, I'm sorry it took me so long to get here. I don't even know what to say. I don't know how to do this. But that's cut in at the same time with Rocky going up to this house and knocking on the door. And this little kid answers. 
and you find out that's his grandson, and Milo Ventimiglia, I don't even know how to know From the Heroes. House. From Heroes, Milo, Milo Ventimiglia, Ventimiglia, who also played uh, Rocky Jr. in the Balboa movie. Ah, he's perfect for it. Uh, perfect for it. But he's he's back, and it's like, okay, hey, this is your grandfather. You want to come in? Like, he spent these two Creed movies too nervous or too proud or whatever to, to try to reach out to his son, but he finally just says, fuck it, and travels to Vancouver and knocks on the door. And luckily, his son's like, yeah, come in. And they welcome in. And so he gets... He gets to now be with his family, and and Creed gets to go on his own thing. You know, they 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 tied it up. Oh, I see. Yep, beautifully. Because during that, Creed's yeah. talking to his dad's grave. Yeah, when I did this thing, I just did. I didn't do that for you. That was for me. You know, that was I was fighting for this, and I and and uh, Bianca and and the daughter Amara are there, and it's like, so now I have my own thing. This isn't about you. I, I'm not under your shadow. I'm not worried about your name. I'm not doing this for you anymore. I know that be, I'm be, I am because of you, and I'm not denying or upset about that anymore, but when I get into the ring, it's not for you. I don't have anything to prove to you anymore, which is a big moment for him. So we get these really good uh, character resolutions on both of their parts. Right at the end of the movie. Ah. And it's very, very beautiful. Very beautiful. I think. Uh, but final thing, as Rocky's in, in Vancouver, meeting his, his son again, and then finally meeting his grandson, who he goes, you look a lot like his mother. Saying, you look like your grandmother. Which the kid does. The casting was fucking great. That kid looks like Adrian, for sure. Awesome. But then the kid's like, is that a ball? And he even passes the ball off to the passes kid. Passes the ball. And I was like, he, Rocky has fucking carried that ball since 1976. Yeah, that's the part I wrote in. And then he passed it. Yeah, you got to make sure I pass my balls off to a kid. Dude, Stallone, that sounds creepy. No, 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 it's emotional. It's not creepy. It's a metaphor, you <laughs> yeah. fucking fuck. Yeah, I don't mean my balls, you know. I mean my ball. Fucking mine in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> but it is an awesome moment that... This thing that he's carried around, and they even brought back for the Creed movies. And I know this is one of those Nick is obsessed with Rocky, and you're not getting it, but like he would walk around in the first Rocky movie, 1976, bouncing this fucking racquetball or whatever, as he walked around the streets being a fucking bum, and now he passes it on. You know, I just it's a Good. it's a very emotional thing. Oh, I. Take it easy. I'm, I, I'm not afraid to admit I cried at these movies. Grow up. I, I feel your, I'm, I'm grown. When you leave here, don't forget your purse. Because you always leave it behind. Like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love these fucking movies, but uh, it's not my turn to say that yet. So let's uh, let's go around the proverbial horn. I liked uh, last movie. It was great. I was enthralled, and then I watched this one. And I wasn't. Uh, no. Uh, the, yeah. The it whole didn't keep it. No, it didn't keep me going at all. I'm like I, I was in and out of it a lot, and 
it just wasn't interesting. I was like, okay, you're just rehashing. And that was all this was for me. And I was like, I'm, I'm not interested because I didn't really watch the history. And all I really know is that this guy killed your dad and you're mad. And uh, I'm glad that I watched it. But I don't give this a good rewatch at all. So, so even though wa- watch, last- watch, but not rewatch. You can have a good watch with it. Why not? I mean, you could watch one and two right together and call it like, okay, day and go. Yeah, it's just a, there's an extra two hours in there I didn't have to watch. Because <laughs> the best stuff happened in one. Yeah. Like, it's more rise. I, I don't know, man. I I think that the character of Victor Drago, Florian, did, he was he was a force to be reckoned with. And He's not I in the think, same weight class as this guy. I know, but like... Of course, he's gonna beat him. The scenes Suspension with him, of disbelief, the, man. The scenes with him are just so well done. It's worth watching Creed two. Not, not according to me. All right, for him alone. Anyway, sorry. All right, Brandon. My All right. Bad. So dating back to to last week, I I admittedly didn't watch Creed one. Right. Hearing y'all's description, I I think I'd really enjoy it. I think. It, I rated it as rewatchable based you off did. of not even seeing it. That's right. Uh, That's how good our storytelling is, Los. Well, well, <laughs> in this one episode. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think it's still on storytelling, but anyway, get on with Either it. Either one. Yeah. Um, ha- uh, having watched Creed 2, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I was kind of tired when watching it, so I was like, fuck, it's two hours, and... You know, they got done with that very first fight, and I was like, fuck, there's, we're only 30 minutes into it. What, what, what the hell? Um, but there was never a point where I was like, I was not interested mm-hmm. in it. Like, I, 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 I battled sleepiness through this movie and still took in a lot. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, this is definitely rewatchable. Boom. Without a doubt. Uh, Mrs. Passion and I went to see this in the theaters. And you cried. This is oh, the first I, time she she saw you cry. No, because we went to Creed one also. Oh, but okay. Not the first time she ever saw me cry. She was expecting it. It's oh, basically, she, yeah. She knew it was gonna happen. But uh, carried tissues and, and you I had first. I had some drinks, and we went to see it at uh, Alamo. You know where you're allowed to drink, and they bring yep. drinks to you. Yep. And so, like, 30 minutes in, when they get to the first Creed Drago fight, you were already crying. I was always like, no, no, I wasn't crying. I was just like, isn't this a bit early to be at the fight already? <laughs> and Laura just looks at me like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> like, are you serious? It, uh, yep, it is. And kept on like, <laughs> like how do you how do you not get what's happening right now? Oh, oh, yeah. I I had a lot to drink first time we saw Creed two. All right. Um. That being said, I have rewatched multiple. It's on Amazon Prime for some reason. Creed one isn't, but Creed two is on Amazon Prime for oh. free right now. And uh, you, you, there are times get, I watched them both on Amazon, yeah. but you had to pay for one of them. Pay for one, yeah. Which uh, one was free? Two. Number two. Oh, nice. We didn't pay for it. So, so time. There are times I'm just like, I don't know what else to do. Fuck it, and I put on Creed two because it's there. It's streamable. I I will rewatch this just because I don't know what else to put on, and yeah. I'm gonna be doing laundry or something. I it yes, <laughs> absolutely rewatchable. First time watchable. 
all the times rewatchable. This movie's awesome. I love it. I love it. Fair enough. Los, Los is wrong. Meh. I will say, uh, <laughs> real quick, I want to I wanna fit in here. So, uh, when I got around to watching Creed 2, you know, I searched it on the, <laughs> the Amazon Prime because, I mean, it, it's right there. I, I also like to scroll through the, um, you know, other people who have watched this also oh, yeah, watched. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, most of that is, um, it's all still, like, alphabetic. So I ended up watching the trailer for the performance of uh, Alter Bridge in like fucking Sydney or something because I mean it was like Creed they just changed oh. singers and it was Alter Bridge oh, I but it. I ended up watching just the trailer it was like a two minute trailer of that and I was like oh okay I don't know I I, I don't know why I thought that was relevant but it's like I I, I just like to scroll through the people if you also like this yeah. You know, and that was something that came. People up. who like that also yeah. watch this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah BK. I don't know. I don't know what the algorithm is for that because when I <laughs> if I'm ordering something off Amazon, they're like, "Oh, people who order that also like this." I'm yeah, like, I don't want anything to do with any of why. Why are you suggesting that? See, me? I'm just why? a curious person. I'm like, "Oh, okay, what the fuck?" Well, are yeah, these I other mean, people I, I scroll through and I'm like, I, "Nope, nope, 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 nope." Nope. <laughs> Why are you bringing this up to me? Eh, either way. All right. So it's a two out of three for Creed 2. It's a Creed 2 out of three. <laughs> okay. Yeah, see what I did there? So that does it for us this week here on the Rewatch Party. Uh, you can find us there on the Twitter at their watch party. You can email us and tell us about your theater experiences. Were you uh, focused on on others' stereotypical movie things, or were you just too busy bawling and being drunk like me? Let us know. You can email us at therewatchparty at gmail.com. You can uh, join us next week when we, for real, for real this time, seriously, promise for real, this time actually we play guitar against the devil and uh, Ralph Macchio finally gets laid in Crossroads. Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching. Searching for the lost song. You could be the first man to record it. For a piece of fame and fortune. Like Clapton did with Crossroads, the Rolling Stones did it with Love in Vain. And he was looking to get him there. Welcome to Bluesville, son. This is the real thing. This ain't no book. Lightning Boy and Blind Eye. What the hell are you guys supposed to be, huh? Both blues man. Hey, well, I'm the blues man. He's from Long Island. All I need is a Mississippi street tie. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, you need a lot more than that. 
You know, the owner walked up to Willie, gave him $300 bills, and says, your boy can play. Only one blues man in town tonight was me. I'll choke you. You do, and you get knocked on your There's a place where deals are made. And you make your deal at the crossroads. Yeah, I made a deal. Oh, I get it. You want some kind of contest, huh? You're real smart boys. Where a thin line separates the good. I'm giving you all the magic I've got from the great. Louis Brown sent me. Eugene Martone is ready to cross it. Crossroads.